Welcome to another edition of the Go Knows Podcast. I am your host, Gregory McCoy. This podcast is by a fan for fans. I am not a journalist. I am not a reporter. I am not a insider. I do not work for a uh, website. The majority of my content comes from me and my opinion. Other information comes from the internet. And I probably messed up that intro, but oh well. Um, Three-game winning streak. Uh, I'm, I'm happy. I'm, I'm, I'm ecstatic that this team, this program is going to finish with a winning record for the first time in three years, four years. I'm happy about that. I'm happy that we're going to go to a bowl game. Um, but even when you're successful, you have to be real with yourself. And you've played three inferior opponents and you've dominated them. You've done what you're supposed to do. Um, But, you know, Louisiana's coming in here or coming in there. And um, I like to focus after an emotional win over Miami. Can you continue that focus before you play Florida will you be looking ahead um I don't think so I think I think Norvell has the pulse of this team I think he's in total control um and I like I said many times on this podcast this year he he has done a tremendous job with this roster um the play calling has you know, been more creative. Um, defense is playing a lot better. I mean, and I, I think that's a product of playing three inferior opponents. Um, but do I consider Jordan Travis an elite quarterback? No, I don't. Not at this moment. Um, has he taken a tremendous leap forward? Yes. I mean, you just think when he got in the game against Boston College in in 2019, where we were as a program, where he was as a quarterback, I should say, and where he is now. I mean, he's he's taking a gigantic leap. I mean, it was. I mean, it was stuff out there on the Internet that he couldn't even complete a pass. And. You know, it was just when he got in the game, it was just like, well, Willie Taggart, what the hell, man? <laughs> you you had uh, your boy uh, Blackman out there, and you had the other dude from uh, uh, Hornybrook out there, and you you had a you had Gold sitting on the bench, third string quarterback, and. You know, where would we be without Jordan Travis? Certainly not in this position. And I would I would venture to say if he would have been the starter the whole season and hadn't hadn't if he had not have had to I messed that up. If he didn't have to share time with Mackenzie Milton, we probably would have had a better season last season. But I you know, I don't wanna jump through time hoops. Um we're seven and three. 
with a chance to go nine and three, with a chance to win ten games. And I mean, there was there was a point in this program where <laughs> ten wins was like automatic. Ten wins was, you know, a disappointment. And um, you know. If we can get 10 wins this season, I mean, the, the the mess that we've been through the last five years, partly because of your boy Jimbo, partly because of the administration, partly because of the boosters, couldn't get on the same page. I mean, I would it would be a welcome sight. But I think Norvell can get this program back to, you know, national championship caliber. But once he gets it there, what are the the powers that be, the power brokers within this program going to do to keep it there? You know, are you going to start the infighting again? And we go through another five, six, seven year stretch of not being relevant. So that's the stuff I think about. Because. You know, like I said, you can get talent to come there. You know, what are you going to do to keep it there? Like, you should have built the football-only facility back in 2014 when Jimbo was telling you to build it. But because of egos and just hard heads, you, you had to go through, you know, you had to go through this. Now... You know, I don't feel sorry for Jimbo. He went to Texas A&M and got everything he wanted, and he's not producing. I don't think they're going to fire him. I, if they fire him, somebody's going to scoop him up in a second. They're not going to fire Jimbo. But, man, we, I mean, we could have been so special. I mean, I think... This could have been a really special season, man. If we had won at least two of those games during that three-game losing streak. Um but I'm 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 not going to be a Debbie Downer. I'm I'm happy that we're in a place where we can potentially win 10 games. And that's humongous. That's, I mean, that's a gigantic step in the right direction. Um, I think when this season ends and the bowl, you play in the bowl game, I, I really feel like it, you got to get more productive. Um, offensive line is playing tremendous, by the way. So I don't, I'm not going to come down on the offensive line like I've been doing really this whole year, the majority of this year. They've been playing tremendous, and I think that's just a byproduct of playing an inferior opponents. Um, defense is playing out of their mind. Special team, the kicker, and the punter. Or, I mean, everything is clicking right now. And But, I again, byproduct of playing three inferior teams. So I, I just I, I'm gonna say that and just keep it real with myself and the people that you guys that listen. I'm not gonna come up here and blow smoke. Um 
You know, to me, Florida is going to be, I mean, it's going to be an emotional game. Can these guys, Florida State, keep their emotions in check and destroy Florida? Like what you did to Miami, I want you to do that to Florida. But I'm not going to look past Louisiana either because, you know, they're men and they have heart and they love football and they're going to come out and they're going to compete. So you have to respect that. Um, But when it's all said and done, season's over, bowl game's over, I think you really have to go out and try to find – some defensive tackles. I think Lovett is gone. I, um, Cooper is a senior. He's definitely gone. So I think you you gotta you gotta find some guys. I mean, I don't know if uh, um, I can't think of his name. Uh, the other Jackson and uh, Malcolm Ray and um, Malcolm Ray. Um, Jared Jackson, um, and the other dude, I can't think of his name either, but the young cat, I think he's like a red shirt freshman. I think his last name Jackson too. I don't know if those guys are going to be adequate enough. I like Patrick Payton. Um, from what I hear, Byron Turner is, you know, going to be nice. Um, but I, I just think you need another. I, I don't know if verse is going to stay. Verse might be gone. But if you can bring the majority of this team back, I think it can be special. I think, you know, I'm not in a position to tell these guys what to do with their livelihood. They got to do what they got to do for them. But if you can bring the majority, just from a fan perspective, if you can bring the majority of this team back, I think you can be special. I think if Jordan Travis can go through another offseason and take the next step, he can become an elite quarterback in college football. Thus, Raven going from potentially a fourth or fifth round pick to a first round pick. So, um, and I'm pulling for Jordan Travis, man, because he, you know what I'm saying, he, he helped bring this program back. And... Uh, Trey Benson, I, I think he, he, I think I feel like he's gonna be the next great running back at Florida State. I really feel that way. You, I haven't seen a running back run like him since Cam Akers. You know, it goes, it goes like this, man. Warwick Dunn, Dalvin Cook, Cam Akers, and I think. Maybe if if Trey Benson continues on this path, I think you could put him in that conversation. Um, I mean, tacklers just bounce off of him, man. <laughs> I mean, they just bounce off of him. I don't know what it is. Guy comes up to tackle him, it's just they bounce off of him. I love it. And, you know... I just hate when we get in the red zone and we get cute. Like put DJ Lundy at the fullback and just run 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 the uh 45 power. Right? Right down the gut. Um 
And that's it. Um, you, you, you know, I just think you got a power back. You got DJ Lundy is going to be a fullback in the NFL. I can I can just see it. I can see it. He's going to be a fullback and he's going to be a damn good fullback. Because he's, I mean, the hands, the footwork, you see it. And he probably don't even know it yet. But just the, the, the kid has tremendous hands and tremendous footwork. And I think he's going to be a good fullback when he gets to the league. Um, so, uh, you know, I'm excited about this team, man. I'm excited about next season. And uh, I just can't wait for uh, this thing to take off. It's truly amazing how... Getting Fabian Love Fabian Lovett back has helped this defense improve the way it has improved. Um I mean and that, that LSU win is looking more and more better as the season goes on, man. They almost beat us. They they figured out what we was doing at the end of the game and we held on, but I mean, it's just been a crazy season, man. I mean, I just wish we could have won one of those games during that three game losing streak. Just one. Um But you know, I'm 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 uh, proud of this team, man, just the way they fought through this whole season. Um, like I said, I'm not going to sit here and fall in love with it, with with the with the three-game winning streak. I, I just close out these last two games, man, and then we can, you know, we can, you know, conclude that we're headed in the right direction, but. You know, as I record this podcast right now, I just keep it in perspective that, you know, we played three not so good teams and we did what we were supposed to do, which was dominate. And uh, kudos to Mike Norvell for getting those guys to focus and lock in and go out there and dominate. Um, I think he's done a tremendous job over the last three games. I mean, you got to give him credit. So, um, hopefully the the trend can continue for the next two games. I mean, I just wish people would stop acting like, you know, the last three games is some kind of renaissance, golden age, back to the future type thing with Florida State. They played really bad teams. Okay? And I just think we... The fan base are just getting a little overzealous. Okay, I, 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 like I said many times, I'm gonna keep it real with you. I, you know, I'm glad they dominated. I'm glad we won the games. I'm happy with our record right now. I'm, I'm all positive on that. But I think you have to take a step back and say we played three really bad football teams. And when we play three really, quote-unquote, 
three really good football teams, quote unquote. You know, you you can say the games were close, but Wake Forest dominated us. Okay, we were in the NC State game, and we we made a bad play at the end of the game. Clemson, the game was never in doubt. I mean, we had some some plays here and there, but and Notre Dame gave you the blueprint. Or we gave Notre Dame the blueprint. Notre Dame just has a better offensive line than we do. I mean, that's pretty much what that came down to. So, um, but you did beat a really good LSU team. That's number six or number seven in the country um, in, the, in the AP poll. So I give you kudos for that. Um, I just, you know, I just, I, I like momentum. And I think winning nine, ten games is going to put you back in the thick of things in terms of recruiting in the state of Florida. You have to win the state of Florida. You know, whoever the dominant program is going to be in this state, it you have to win, you know. But I, my feeling is Alabama, so, you know, their pipeline is so strong. Georgia's pipeline is strong. Clemson's pipeline is strong. Ohio State pipeline is strong in the South Florida. I mean... You know, those are the four schools right there that that have legit pipelines to Florida. And it's 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 because the three major programs, football programs, they they can't be consistent. Consistently inconsistent. Right? So and like I said, um, all four positive vibes. I really want this team to win out, win the bowl game, so we can make start making some headway back in high school recruiting. And, and kudos to Alex Atkins, man. I don't know what he has done to Darius Washington, but he looks like a brand-new offensive lineman. Okay, maybe it's just left tackle that he sucks at. But he, I mean, he's been playing pretty good at right tackle. And again, like I said early on, maybe that's just a byproduct of playing three really bad teams. Let's see how he plays against Florida. So Florida is going to be the litmus test for me during this five-game winning streak um, or this uh, three-game winning streak. Um, not overlooking Louisiana, but um, we just got to get right. I think one of the lessons that we as fans can learn from this season is, you know, you know, don't get too full of yourself. Um, you know, we were 4-0, and then we went 4-3. and So I think as a fan, support the team, but just keep a degree of um, – of realization that um, we've played three really bad teams and I'm not going to sit here and proclaim that we're back. 
Okay. You know, if we can win out, if we can win the next two games in the bowl game and get the 10 wins, that would be a humongous step in the right direction. Um, you know, I don't want to downplay that. And, you know, you can only play the teams that's on your schedule. I, I get that. I understand that. But I don't I don't think you can really hype yourself up. You know, had you have beaten Clemson, you know, I would have said, okay, we we definitely you closing the gap on Clemson. You know, uh, when I first started doing this, that was one of my uh, one of my first, you know, episodes was how can we close the gap on Clemson? You're closing the gap. I don't think you've closed it. Um, I think. Transfer portal and recruiting this offseason is going to be pivotal. Um, if you're, I think, I think next year you're looking at, you're looking for an ACC championship. I really feel like that's got to be the goal. Um, I think if you definitely, if you bring the majority of this team back, if you just bring back the majority of your starters, and I think I said earlier that Cooper was a senior. Cooper is a junior. Um, Briggs is a junior. Lovett is a junior. Um, uh, Verse is a junior. And most of these guys are red shirt juniors. I mean, you got a lot of red shirts on this team, man. So uh, red shirt junior. So, I mean, if you can, you can bring the majority of this team back, I'm just, I think we could be on the cusp of something great next season. And, uh, you know, it it would be a welcome sight. Now, if we can get back to where we once were, you know, the, the question is, can we stay there? I said that earlier, like, are the, are the power brokers and the coaches and the, Administration going to come together and do something harmonious and keep the thing going. Um, But the thing about this team is I I feel like in years past, we've had that guy. We've had a Jalen Ramsey. We've had a Dalvin Cook. We've had a, a, a Jameis Winston. We've had a Demarcus Walker. Um, I feel like Trey Benson can be that guy. I I don't think he's the starter, man. He's got to be the starter. I mean, he's, he's got a chance to be dynamic this season. I mean, he, he's, he, you know, powerful guy. Like I said earlier, tackles just, tacklers just, Bounce off of him. I love it. I love the power run game. I like Lundy at fullback. You know, I would love to see, like, just a off-tackle lead play, you know, with with Douglas as the tight end on that, on either side, and Lundy as your fullback, and, you know, Trey Benson coming downhill, man. I would love to see that. But uh, 
I really feel like we've only scratched the surface. You know, give Norvell credit, man. You know, where will we be without the transfer portal? That's the real question. We be, we still be in the dark ages. So thank God for the transfer portal, man, because it, it, ha it has really helped turn around this program. And, you know, I think if we can win out and get the 10 wins, it would be a tremendous step in the right direction. It could help us in the recruiting all over the country, but especially in the state of Florida. Um, so, um, I think we're going to dominate Louisiana. I don't, I don't put anything, you know, for certain in the win column. You got to come out and earn it. You got to come out and dominate, but I think they will dominate. Um, and then it's going to be the Florida Gators. Um, I really don't care what bowl we go to. I don't care who we play in the bowl game. It's just all about getting the 10 wins, man. And trying to build something. Or build, build back better, as your boys, you know, would say. Build back better. <laughs> and, uh, I just feel like, uh, you know, we we left some stuff on the table this season. I think we could have been really special this season. So coming in next year, I you know, and I this is not like a season synopsis. This is just, you know, my take, my mini take, my mini mini take on the team right now and the program and just how things are going. I think we're we're getting back to what Florida State used to be. I think we're trending in the right direction. It's just a matter of you know, getting players. That's that's the name of the game. Not only getting great talent, but getting that talent to buy in to the uh program. And um uh, Again, give Mike Norvell and his staff credit, man. He's he got rid of a bunch of bad apples. He brought in some some great guys, and here we are. So, um, you know, it's just a, it's just a great thing when your team life is just better when your team is winning, right? Life sucks when your team sucks. Like when we 2018, 19, 20, and even last year, it was it was just rough. Um, but again, I give Mike Mike Norvell tremendous credit for for flipping this roster, and um, you know Alex Atkins. Probably one of the best offensive line offensive line coaches in the country, and uh, it's just a matter of time before he gets a head coaching job. We know Mike Norvell calls the plays on offense, but I'm pretty sure, you know, he goes over in detail about what he's doing with 
Alex Atkins because he's the offensive coordinator and he's the offensive line coach. So, you know, defensively, I mean, just a tremendous job the last three weeks. Georgia Tech, Miami, and um, you know, it's been a heck of a ride. And uh, I just hope that it it can continue. Um, I really thought Miami and Syracuse would play better in their games, but they were, you know, we knew what Miami was, but, you know, Syracuse started out 6-0, and so they're just a fraud. So, um, I... Man, what could have been? What could have been this season? I'm not going to sit here and say playoff and, you know, but what could have been? We we left some stuff on the table, and I just hope that we can come back and go harder next season and, and try to win an ACC championship. I mean, the playoff is not really in our wheelhouse right now. I think we're closer to a – ACC championship than a national championship. So, I uh, I just hope that, you know, we can get back to being relevant again. And when I say relevant, that's top five competing for national championships, not where we are now. You know, they don't believe in us. They talk mess about us. But I just feel like we're going to get back eventually, hopefully next season. So with that being said, that's going to conclude this episode. I hope you enjoyed it. It's available on YouTube. It's available on all podcast platforms. And as always, go Knowles.